Now, I know you want me to say that having a niche doesn't matter, and I know that for larger accounts, it's different, and that's something you need to understand, because you might be thinking, well, I follow this person who has 100,000 followers, and she talks about 500 different things on a daily basis, and that's great. She probably can because they've already built a large following. You're listening to Every Successful Rancher, a rural lifestyle and business podcast for women of the West. I'm Sarah Elrod, your host, serial entrepreneur and small town homemaker. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that behind every successful rancher is his wife that works in town. Around here, you can expect a perfect mix of Western living, homemaking, and business strategies to grow your brand online. Get ready for the real, the raw, and the rural. Welcome to Every Successful Rancher. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Every Successful Rancher podcast. Um, Remember that if you are watching this on YouTube to hit that subscribe button so we can grow that channel and that platform. And if you are listening on an audio version of this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, um, make sure to go leave a review, um, specifically on Apple Podcasts. I don't even know if you can leave reviews on Spotify yet, but uh, that would be super helpful. Also, I just want to mention our Patreon again, if you would like to support the show. You can join the Patreon for $5 a month, and that will get you ad-free episodes as well as early released episodes, so that's very exciting. Um, And then there are also sponsorship opportunities for anybody who would like to advertise on Every Successful Rancher. So if you would like your business to be heard by hundreds of thousands of women and um, people in agriculture, the Western communities, rural communities, if that's kind of your ideal client or niche, um, this would be a great place to do that. Um, You can check out more information in the episode description and also the show notes. Um, You can also go to the website as well where there's more information on all of that on just the stats of the show and then pricing and all that kind of good stuff. So um, yeah, would love to chat with you more about that, but let's get into what we're going to be talking about today which is Instagram. So I know super groundbreaking stuff, right? No one ever talks about this app ever, right? Like no way who's ever talked about Instagram before. Um, Okay, obviously I'm just being cheeky here because it does seem like every person on this planet, especially in the education space or um, just in the social media space in general, who's trying to teach about growth or helping other people grow on Instagram or... anything like that, um, you know, there's there's always something to be said about Instagram and how to use it, what to post, what to share, what to do, how to grow, blah, 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 blah. And like I said, I guess today you could probably say that I am about to talk about those topics as well, but kind of in a different way um, that maybe you haven't heard before. And so when it comes to Instagram, like what are some of the things that you commonly hear, right? Especially in the past because Instagram's evolved a lot. We've heard a whole bunch of different things, I feel like, over time. And so when you think about what you've heard in the past, what are those things that people say, like when it comes to Instagram, how to be successful? And I feel like there's a ton of things that come to my brain, but kind of the two big ones are to create content pillars like specifically like five different content pillars and then you rotate content through them right and I'm not gonna lie like I used to teach this as well and this used to be something that I fully believed in and that worked and it worked for me 
and that's why I taught it. I teach based on my own experiences and things that have worked for me um, and things like that. And everybody's different. So, um, you know, some of the things that I've taught in the past maybe wouldn't work for others and it would work for, you know, some people, not everybody, vice versa. Like there's no one size fits all. But that was kind of a big one that I felt like I was teaching and that a lot of other people were saying were create content pillars, you know, three to five different categories of things that you are kind of just rotating through. And a lot of them wouldn't really have anything to do with the other thing. Like maybe you're a photographer, but you're also a mom. So you talk about photography, you talk about motherhood, and you also like to cook. So you talk about cooking. And then you also like interior design. So you talk about interior design. So you were talking about like five different things on rotation constantly. And I just wouldn't advise that anymore. That's just no longer my strategy when it comes to this platform. And we'll get into that <clears throat> Uh, in a little bit. And then the second thing that I feel like I would hear a lot was to engage with other accounts regularly. Now, I want to be careful because I do think that this is important. I do think you should be interacting with other accounts and people in your niche and specifically your ideal audience and people that you want in your community so your ideal customer base whatever that looks like you should be engaging with those people and then if you want to network you can be engaging with other people within your niche I think there is a positive to doing those things, but I don't think it's like the end-all be-all where I used to tell people, you know, for 20 minutes a day, you should be getting on and engaging with others. Um, if you have time to do that, great, but I don't think that that, I, I don't think it's going to hurt you, but I don't necessarily think that it's also launching you into some like major success either. And so, um, it's just not something that I would say is a must do in order to grow on this platform anymore. And so, like I said, it's not that I don't agree with these things. I've just found that these two particular things, among others, are no longer driving the biggest results for myself and for other people as well. Because I do teach on this stuff. I've done one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and then I also have my membership that I teach in for social media strategies and content creation. And I have several Instagram accounts for my own personal brands that I manage and create content for. Um, and then I'm also creating content and managing accounts for other brands and businesses as well. And so what I want to talk about today is kind of just the nature of Instagram and how it has shifted and kind of the new approach that I'm going to be taking in 2024 that has really driven the biggest results for me recently in the past few months um, for just my own growth on all the accounts that I'm managing. Um, kind of, I've just used kind of the same consistent strategy and it's kind of worked for all of them. Um, and then just to push me towards my goals that I have for my different accounts and platforms that I'm running. Now, I do want to say that this episode could be 500 years long, and I'm not going to torture you by sitting here and just talking your ear off all day long. Um, that would be exhausting, and I'm way too pregnant for that. But I will stick with the most valuable information um, and strategies and that I think is worth, you know, your time, and that's going to bring you the most value um, in a podcast episode, in a one quick 
quick condensed version versus a whole like online course kind of thing of information but with that being said I do think that it is worth mentioning since we're on this topic if you want to take a step further and create even more engaging content that is on brand um, that saves you time then I really would love for you to consider joining my content resource membership the social herd And you've probably heard me talk about this before, but I just want to let you know that currently the social herd is 14% off until February 16th, 2024. So if you're listening in real time, then that means you have just about 10 days left to take advantage of this particular discount. And the discounts don't come around too often. And frankly, I don't know if this is ever going to come around again or when I'll ever do something like this again um, and if it'll ever be as big of a discount. So I just I don't want you to wait and hesitate and think, oh, this will happen again eventually because I I just don't know. Um, But if you join the social herd today, then you are going to get access to hundreds and I literally do mean hundreds of social media captions, uh, graphics and illustrations that are designed by a professional graphic designer that we brought on this year, which is so fun. I'm so excited um, to have her a part of this. Uh, Her name's Madeline. She's so great. And also there are social media templates that are um, usable for your your feed or for your stories. There's probably going to be Reels templates coming pretty soon. That's like even a little hint hint that I haven't even said before publicly at all so there you go um what else is there there are uh oh western inspired stock images that you can use however you see fit in your business or on your social media platforms there's monthly action plans that give you step-by-step instructions for how to tackle each month in your marketing strategy and then as well as a a ton of educational resources that expand your knowledge on content creation and social media marketing. Um, And then on top of all of that, just like the resources you have access to, you're also just a part of a community where you can ask questions, you can give input, share your work, collaborate. It's just a really cool space. Um, And so I don't want you to be shy. I don't want you to hesitate. I would love for you to come on in and join the fun. And there are no strings attached. It is in the episode description as well as the show notes. And just like I said, there's no strings attached. You can cancel at any time. There is literally no pressure to stay in it. You can join, download everything if you really wanted to, and then cancel. Um, I mean, that would kind of suck for me, but it's there. It's you could do that. So that's okay. Um, Anyway, all that to be said, let's dive into now the key things that I'm going to be doing different in my approach to Instagram. So the first thing that I want to focus on is doing less right now coming in hot. You are going to do less and spend less time creating content and focusing on aesthetic. So I'm a mom now and my time in a day is extremely limited. Like I I can't even tell you how little time I actually have to do things in a day. I used to think that when like before I had my son I was like oh once I have a baby like it's not going to change that much like whatever I'll still be able to get all the same amount of work done and in the early stages of motherhood I remember thinking I had no time to do anything and it's only gotten (laughs) 
progressively harder to do anything because the older they get, the more they need your attention, the more just busy they are. And so I just don't have a whole lot of time. So I kind of joke about having a two hour work day and I might actually do an episode on that later on. Um, I actually have that in my plans to do an episode on that because I have not mastered it, but I feel like I have really stepped into a good rhythm of tackling a two-hour workday. Um, but with that being said, my time's very limited and this whole like shift of life and my mindset has really had to become a sink or swim kind of mentality in a way. Um, so like I could either just sit there and be frustrated with every single piece of content that I would try to create or that I planned on making because it didn't look exactly how I wanted it to. And so in turn, I would just never post it or never get around to it because I was like, oh, well, it has to be like so high quality and it has to be here and I have to do all these things to make this piece of content instead of just hitting record and posting it or taking the photo and posting it or writing the quick caption and posting it, I, I just like overthought it and made it so much more complicated than it had to be. And I would just get frustrated because things wouldn't be as pretty as I wanted them to be. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a pretty feed and a social media. I love pretty content. That's like my jam as much as the next person, but I am not going to harp on it anymore. I've really had to step out of that and push myself on my comfort zone of just being willing to hit post. Um, plus, there are ways of achieving both. Like there's a ways of achieving the pretty aesthetic content with also doing it fast and like saving time, if that makes sense. Um, social media templates are a huge factor in this and um, having like a feed theme is really important too to kind of just keep you on track. I feel like when you have kind of almost like a schedule of what your feed's going to look like, even aside from just like what you're going to talk about, just the visual aspect of it. If you have a schedule of like, okay, today I'm going to post a darker photo or today I'm posting a photo of my face that's like close up and then tomorrow I post a full body photo and then, you know, whatever you like that. Maybe that sounds weird, but that's really how I kind of think about it in my brain or okay on Wednesdays I post a graphic or something that helps me create things a lot faster when I already have a plan in mind ahead of time of what I'm going to be sharing visually aside from just the actual like meat of the content too like the caption or the words or the text whatever that value is going to be and so um, and, and then it's also important to just stick to like brand colors and brand fonts and if you can just simplify all of those things and just use the same consistent things, it's going to help you create so much faster. And then reels can like when it comes to posting reels, because I know videos hold a lot of people back, right? Um, that's probably like the biggest thing people I think would be quicker to post if it was just a photo. Sometimes people would still get caught up on like the pretty photo and it wasn't qu high quality enough or edited perfectly or whatever. But then reels came around and now everybody got super stuck on this idea of they needed like these super pretty photo or videos. And I have really stepped away from that because I was there I was like I'm not filming a reel unless my hair and makeup is perfect and I like do all these things and I dress a certain way and I can't post a video wearing the same outfit because people are going to notice 
First of all, people are not going to notice. They really don't pay that much attention to what you're wearing or what you look like. They really don't care. Um, I guess unless maybe you're like a fashion influencer, then maybe. But that's kind of just the whole point of your content at that point. But I want you to start using the content that's already in your phone because you probably have an endless amount of content like at your fingertips that is already created that you don't even have to redo or make new content. You could just take videos that are already in your phone and throw some text over the top of them and call it good. Stop overthinking it. You know, there is something to be said about having some quality to your content, but if having too perfect of quality is keeping you from posting consistently and often because the fact of the matter is you should be posting off often if you actually want to grow if you don't take your social media that seriously and you really don't care then don't post every single day you don't have to post that often but the fact of the matter is the more content you're posting and sharing the faster you're going to grow so um but anyway all that to say my point is If you're letting the idea of perfection and the quality of your content get in the way of you actually posting, just know that somebody else out there who's probably doing the same exact thing that you do, who's trying to sell the same thing that you are, wants to be known for the same thing that you do, they are out there and they are not worried about the quality being perfect and they're showing up more than you and they are posting more than you and they are going to be a step ahead of you every single time because they have let go of that idea of perfection. And so you just have to understand, like, I don't know, maybe that gets your competitiveness flowing and then you're going to be like willing to just step out of that and just see what happens. Um, Right now, we're actually doing a real a day challenge inside of the social herd. Uh, So like for the whole month of February, we're posting a reel every single day. And I'm hoping that this is going to get the members inside of the membership to like step out of that comfort zone and to post something every single day that's a video form of content because I know that that can be like the biggest struggle. So um, anyway, all that to say, do less. Be willing to do less work to create and post more. Um, The next thing is that I want to touch on is when it comes to growing any kind of platform online, but specifically Instagram, especially in this current world that we live in, you need to pick a lane and stay in it. And I get it. It's so much easier said than done. And if you're like, what do you mean pick a lane? Um, I'm talking about niching down, niching down, niching down, however you say it, whatever you want to say. So here's the thing. I get it, right? Like we are not one topic kind of creatures. We are not one, like we want, we are multifaceted, right? We have so many things that we could share about in our lives. So choosing just one thing can feel intimidating, boring, like whatever that brings to your brains. Or maybe you're like, oh, great. I love that. I would only prefer to talk about one thing. And that's great. <laughs> then you're you're one step ahead of everybody else, including me, because I have about a million things I would like to talk about. And the fact of the matter is you need to niche down if you want to see quicker growth. Um, and remember, I'm doing this too. Like I'm preaching to the choir here. This is something that I also need to be doing. Now, I know you want me to say that having a niche doesn't matter. And I know that for larger accounts, it's different. And that's something you need to understand because you might be thinking, well, I follow this person who has 100,000 followers and she talks about 500 different things on a daily basis. And that's great. 
she probably can because they've already built a large following. I would probably guarantee that they're still, even amongst the different things that they talk about, there is a general niche that they cover and that they talk about consistently, but maybe as time has gone on, they've expanded, but probably when they first started out or when they really started to see a good amount of growth, they were focusing on just one aspect, one topic. And even if that isn't true, even if even if they are kind of like the anomaly in all of this and they have always just talked about a bunch of random things, you have to understand that Instagram has changed. So maybe five years ago, you could talk about those five different content pillars and topics. And again, the reason why I used to advise people to do that and why a bunch of other people used to advise people to do that is because that worked. It has changed. So many more people are uh, using the platform and using it strategically and for different things. And so the way that we have shifted as a society and with social media, it's just not... That's just not the way to grow quickly anymore. It is better, especially when you're newer and just starting out, to niche down and to get very specific. And then as you grow, you can expand and you can talk about more topics and things like that. <clears throat> and when I say like pick a topic and that's all you should be posting, I'm specifically talking about like feed posts and reels. Um, these should be very niche focused and on topic. Your stories and things that you talk about on, on stories, um, because that kind of content expires after 24 hours and your stories are mostly directed towards the people that are already following you, that can be a little more flexible and you can be a little more personal and you can share different topics in your stories. But what you don't want to do is if you are a... I don't know, a traveling nurse and that is kind of like the topic of your page and your content that you're sharing your reels on and you're posting on your feed, if that is all about being a traveling nurse and then just randomly you post a video of your dog walking down the street and like that's it, it has nothing to do with being a nurse, people are going to be thrown off by that and you're going to get out of this groove and people are going to be like, what the heck is this? But you could post your, your dog walking down the street on your stories and be like, hey, here we are taking a walk right now because it's going to go away soon and the people that already follow you like might actually care about that versus the people that are going to randomly come across your page they're going to want to see that you have picked a niche and that they know exactly what they're going to get when they follow your account that they know that you focus heavily on being a traveling nurse or whatever your topic is going to be now I just want to mention this because this might sit wrong with some people, but people do not care as much as you think they do about your personal life. Um, and I don't mean that as like, and I'm going to get into this a little bit more in, in a second, but I mean like, yes, people want to see you. People, especially if you're a brand or a business and you're selling something, you don't want to just hide behind your work. You want to show your face. People want to see you and they want to know about you, but they want to know about you in a way that relates back to them. So, and again, I'm going to dive deeper into this in just a second, so I, won't, I don't want to go too hard on it right now, but you don't want to be making content that is so fixated on your life that nobody else can connect to it. Um, and I'm going to just leave it there for a second because we're going to come back to this. Um, 
I do want to mention too that when it comes to creating content around your topic, you have like an endless, you could talk about the same thing in three different ways, right? Because I know sometimes people feel really limited when you just say one topic. Talk about being whatever, a, a, I don't know, maybe you clean houses for a living and that's like what you do. You're on cleaning TikTok or your whole account on Instagram is cleaning. Like you just, you clean houses and you document that. You maybe give cleaning tips, whatever that looks like. Um, And people could think that that's super limiting. Like, oh my gosh, I can only talk, like how, how am I supposed to come up with so much content? You really don't have to come up with a whole new topic or or a whole new piece of content or different things to talk about um, all the time. You just, you could talk about, you could even use the same piece of content in like three different ways if you really think about it. So maybe you're going to make a, um, let's just say like an Instagram carousel, right? You're going to have slides that have text on them or pictures or whatever. And let's just say it's your three best tips for keeping your house clean. Um, And so you have a carousel post that goes on your feed. So boom, 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 three best tips. Great. And then two weeks later, you post a reel or maybe a month later, you post a reel with the same exact information on it. Your three best tips to keeping your house clean. Um, And like I said, that's in real format. And then two weeks after that or a month after that, you're going to talk about that same idea, three best tips to keep your house clean in your stories. Now, why do that? One, because if you have a certain amount of followers, right, like not everybody is seeing your content at the same time. So you could be posting, let's say you post the carousel on a Monday morning and, you know, Monday morning at 9 a.m. So then the two weeks from there, you're going to post it two weeks later and maybe like a four hour time difference. So, and then maybe even on a different day, maybe two weeks later on Tuesday, you're going to post the reel that's the same content, but then you're going to post it on Tuesday afternoon at 12 p.m. And then you're going to talk about it on your stories two weeks later on Wednesday evening at 5 p.m. Because different people get on social media at different times of the day and they're checking things at different times of day and they see things in different ways. So chances of you reaching different parts of your audience and your community at different times are going to go up by posting that in that sort of way in that kind of schedule it's going to save you time because you've already done the content once you just kind of got to reformat it in three different ways the same information and then even if the same person sees it those three different times one they're probably not going to remember that you already talked about it before and even if they do you're just hammering it in even deeper that information because eventually you're probably creating content for a reason right you're trying to um, profit on this you're trying to make money maybe you have something that you're trying to sell maybe you're coming out with your own cleaning course or something that you're going to sell eventually And so by talking about it and kind of hammering down on this information is going to tell those people that this is important and that, um, you know, they should be paying attention. And what's the statistic? It's like people need to see something like seven times or have something like presented to them like seven different ways or times of the day or something like that in order to take action. And that is 
the same concept, right? So like don't feel like you're oversharing too much or that it's it's the same thing too many times, especially if you're breaking it up over the course of a few weeks, then you really don't have to worry about it because it's not like you're talking about the same exact topic every single day. Um, okay, so as I said before, I run several different brands. I have my personal brand, our ranch page. I have the podcast page. I have uh, the membership page for the social herd. And then I also have my photo, uh, like photography page too. Now our ranch page is very lifestyle, kind of humor dedicated, if you will. That is a lot. That's probably my most random page. Um, Cause I don't have like a ton of intention with it at this current time. I just kind of use that page for fun for the most part. Um, but the podcast page is very heavily focused on episodes for the show, growing this show, getting more listeners. So anything that I think are going to be beneficial for listeners, I talk about when new episodes come out, um, all that kind of good stuff. The social herd account is very uh, strictly content that is around content creation, tips and social media marketing, you know, help and things like that. My personal brand page, my Mrs. Sarah Elrod page is kind of a catch-all as where I like point people to these different brands depending on what I have going on and what I think they would be interested in. But I would say my main focus is inspiration for uh, rural mompreneurs is kind of my niche on that. And then like I said, I do my very best to niche down on all these different pages and platforms and to not like cross-contaminate the topics. Like if you want just straight up content creation tips and tricks and advice and like not a lot of fluff then you should follow the social herd if you want more of like the relatable like mompreneur content then you follow my personal brand and if you are just like a big fan of the show then you follow the show um if you want like cooking and recipes and ranch life then you follow our ranch page you know so there's there's kind of a different purpose for all of these so maybe for you maybe you're an author that should be the sole purpose of your content and the topic that you revolve your content around. Um, maybe you are a stay-at-home mom and that could be your topic or, you know, you could be super specific about it too. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom to 10 kids and your content is <laughs> big families. Like you just talk about what it's like to be a big family and what that looks like. How do you make meals? How do you get around? How do you sleep? <laughs> like, you know, whatever. You could be a Western graphic designer. You could be a gluten-free chef. You could be a boho hairstylist. These are all very niche ideas and topics that you should be revolving everything you post around. Like, just think about all the millions of different things that you could talk about. And if you're like, I don't know, Sarah, I don't know what my topic is or what should I be talking about? Ask yourself this, what is the thing that you could talk about for hours and hours and hours on end and never get bored of? Like if I told you, okay, in 10 minutes, I need you to get up on stage and talk for one hour, what would be your topic that you would choose? What would be the thing that you would just go on and on and on about? That is a good point of starting if you have no idea where to <laughs> where to begin. You know you want to grow a platform, um, but you just have no idea what to talk about. Think about the thing that you could go on and on and on and on and on about for hours and hours and hours. The other thing to consider is who is your ideal audience? Like who are you trying to talk to? Who are you trying to reach? Who are you trying to sell to? Whatever that looks like. Think about what that looks like because that can also help drive what your topic is going to be about. 
And then once you have a big enough community and a big enough audience built, again, you can expand and start to generalize and expand your horizons a little bit more um, and, and start posting on a bigger variety of topics. But again, in those early stages, it is important to stick to one topic. And like I said earlier, that doesn't mean you can never talk about anything ever beside your topic. I would just post it on your stories versus your feed. Now, here we go. I want to dive into kind of what I was talking about earlier, which is to stop getting too personal. And this might be a hot take because I used to say things like, oh, the more personal you can get, the better. Like you want to be, make it about you and be personal and talk about yourself. And yes, you do. There is a time and place for this. But when you're posting content that is too personal, um, like too personal to you, and I, I'm saying personal, not personable, because those are two very different things. Content that is too personal to you is not shareable. And the goal is to create shareable and relatable content. If I were to create a piece of content that has something to do with my journey as a mother, right? Like, um, I am, you know, a new-ish mom. I've been doing this for about 18 months. I'm about to have a second baby. All the things. If I was going to post something that had to do with this journey of motherhood, I don't want the content to be so specific to my exact life and my exact situation and to be about Sarah, me, 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 to where another mom that might come across and watch it doesn't feel like she can share it because it's just specific to me and why do people share things, right? Like why would somebody take your video and share it to their story because they relate to it or they think it's funny because they can connect to it in some type of way versus if I say, hi, I'm Sarah Elrod and this exact situation happened to me um, and you make it just way too specific and too personal, then people aren't going to share it. Like they might be like, oh, cool, whatever and like good for you but they're not going to share it. And so, and sharing is a great way to grow. And so I say that you want your content to be shareable because when other people start sharing it, that's how it starts to pop off and get bigger and go viral and more and more people are going to get their eyes on it and see it. So you want to create content based on a situation that it could have happened to you. It could be something that actually did happen to you and can be personal to you but you want to make the content itself in a way that can be relatable to other people. So specifically for this example, other moms, so that they're like, oh my gosh, that's so funny and so true. Like that just happened to me. I'm going to share this. Um, and that that way it's, it's, it's something they connect to. They share it. Now their people see it. Somebody else might connect to it, share it, and boom, 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 boom. That's how people go viral. Now, someone once asked me, do you ever wish that you could just create content for yourself and share whatever you want, like without having to think about, you know, being so strategic about it? And the truth be told is no, I, I really don't think like that. Um, there really isn't a part of me that's like, oh, I should just create an account where I can just like photo dump my life in like diary format and like not think about it. I feel like there's this notion that because you are trying to grow a platform and you're creating content for a super specific purpose or like for a topic or something that maybe your heart is not in it and that's just simply not true, at least for me. 
my heart is fully invested in everything that I share and everything that I talk about. And I don't think or I, I know that I am not creating content for any of these platforms, or any of these brands to be purely just like transactional only. Um, it is not for just to make a quick buck. Now, do I have a greater purpose in mind? Yes, but the goal for every account that I make is not to always like make an income. Some of them is to build a community. Some of them are. Some of them I'm specifically selling something and so it's more of a transaction in that sense, but I'm still providing a sense of value. The content that I'm producing, I want it to resonate with others and I want it to mean something to someone else because otherwise, why share it all? Like when I really think about it, it's called social media for a reason and to be social. Like you, you make an Instagram account to connect with other people, to be social, to share it even if you're only trying to share it with family members or whatever, you're trying to share it with people. And so if I just wanted it to be, if I just wanted like a collection of pictures for my own personal memories, just to not forget about them and to, to have them be there, I would just create photo albums on my phone or like make photo books and print them out um, and just keep them around my house or whatever. Like what would posting them online do? Like if that was truly, truly the only thing that I wanted was just for my own personal memories to keep, why post on social media? Now, if you honestly think about it um, for yourself and you say something like, well, I want to share like my real life with other people, you know, like I want people to just see what I have going on in my life. I get that to a point, but and this might ruffle feathers, I would probably argue that having that kind of mindset, you're likely posting for selfish reasons. Like you want the attention of the fact that you got a new car or you're in a new relationship or you have this new house or you had a baby or something. Like if you're only posting for your own personal like, oh, I want to share this with other people. Why? Like why do you want to share about your new car um and again if you're sharing about your new baby that was just born on a page that is about motherhood and that's like your niche and you are focusing on the fact that you had a baby like that makes sense and that I don't think is like a personal gain or whatever like that is in your topic in your niche but if you're just posting a picture of your new car for the sake of posting it because you want to show it off <laughs> ask yourself why that matters to you um, so that's all, that's what I wanted to touch on and why I think you should be, like, you can post about your new car and make it personable. You know, you could post about your new SUV that you got, your, your new Tahoe because you're a mom and you post mom content and that's a good mom car. So, you know, there's ways of doing that and making it make sense for what your account is all about, but without being just straight up like, well, I don't want to have to be strategic about it. I just want to post a picture of my new car. Why? Um, okay, and then the last thing I want to touch on for this episode is uh, selling more. And so this is something that I have changed my mind on, actually, because before I would say you should be selling, and I go back and forth with it, I guess. So before I'd say you should be selling 10% of the time and just providing value 90% of the time. 
and there's truth in that still like I still believe in that like you shouldn't just make your platform a billboard like it shouldn't just be people land on it and it's like sell 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 or at least not obviously that's what it is you should still be nurturing your audience and your community long term but I think you can insert more short uh, and quick like sales pitches and incorporate them into your value-driven content in kind of like a sneakier way and I hate to use the word sneaky because that just makes it sound icky and I don't mean it to sound icky I just don't know what other <laughs> word to use but make it not so obvious like that you're just directly selling something um, so it doesn't come off in just like a car salesman kind of way um, so like for example I have my email funnels that I use for my email marketing strategy that are for long-term nurturing. So if somebody joins my email list, it's not going to be sale, 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 sale. They're getting value sent to them automatically that I've already created a funnel for that they're going to, it's very strategically done. Like they will get stuff sent to them over time that's going to nurture them. And then eventually they'll be put into a sales funnel and then they can choose to buy or not to buy. And then they'll go back to being nurtured. And it's just like a whole process. And my Instagram posts and my social media posts are mostly there because, again, it's social media. It's mostly there for building connection. But I have started to incorporate more of a short-term strategy, like sales strategy, into my content. So let's say I do a post or a caption sharing kind of like a personal story or something that, you know, is going on with a quick punchline at the very end um, to tell people that I have some sort of relatable offer that they can purchase. So why do I, why has my mindset shifted on this? Well, a big part of it is because content has shifted. Like content is a lot more fast moving these days than it ever was before. And it's just going to keep going faster and faster. Our attention spans are so short and I think, especially with reels being a thing, right? Like people are just scrolling and probably watch 500 videos a day and don't even realize it. And I'm a believer that selling in almost every post is not going to harm you as much as it probably would have in the past. Now, that's not to say that your Instagram account, like I said, should just be some sort of billboard of sales posts, but there's always ways of selling things without sounding like you're selling. Now, if you were to go on my page, most of my posts are not direct sales posts, meaning they are very value-driven first, and then my call to action at the end is going to be somehow like how to take a next step with me. Now, sometimes that might look like just commenting on a response. I might just ask people, hey, comment what you think about blah, blah, blah. Um, sometimes I might ask people to DM me like a keyword so that I can send them some sort of relatable resource, whether it's a free resource that puts them into my email funnel or a paid resource that is just like a small offer that they can buy to, to basically expand on whatever free content I just posted on Instagram um, that they can choose to buy or not. Um, or sometimes I just straight up say, like at the end of my caption, I'll be like, hey, P.S., you can buy my XYZ for blah, blah, blah right now go to the link in my bio. So sometimes it's more like really direct and sometimes it's not direct at all. And 
Kind of going back to what I said earlier, I just want you to remember that only about 6% of your audience is actually seeing your posts. So there is no guarantee that if you have a thousand followers, all 1,000 of those people are actually going to see your posts, which is why I believe that it's okay to share your offers more often. I know it's going to feel awkward at first. It always seems to feel awkward for people to like talk about the thing that they're trying to make money at, which is funny to me. Like, I'm going to start a business, but I never want to talk about the thing that I'm selling. <laughs> like, And I mean, I, I get it. I've been there. I just don't know why. We are like that as human beings, um, especially women. I think it's just harder. But <laughs> anyway, remember that if you are genuinely selling something that is going to help somebody, why would you ever feel guilty about it? Like there's no reason to feel guilty about something that is actually helping somebody. So that's just my two cents on that. Um, you really should only feel weird about sales if you're selling something that you know deep down in your gut is just half-assed and you did it you only created it to make a quick buck and you know it's not actually going to help people or you don't believe in it if you don't believe in what you created nobody else is going to believe in it either so that's my thoughts on that but anyway I talked a lot more than I actually thought I was going to so um that's fun but I hope that this episode was uh kind of just like a punch in the gut that you needed to like start putting yourself out there um, just kind of a quick, quick key points to recap. You want to make sure that you are doing less, like stop stressing about perfection, post more, just get it up and post it and forget about it. And like, just worry about the next thing. Like stop trying to perfect every tiny little piece of content that you put out there because it's probably holding you back. Um, and then, you know, selling more, talking about your offers more often is another strategy that I'm going to be taking on and then being less personal is another one. Um, I feel like there's another one that I'm forgetting, but I'm going off the top of my head. So anyway, I hope you found this helpful. For all the resources and links to things that we talked about in this episode, you can find them in the episode description or the show notes. But yeah, I'm so glad you guys are here. I love you guys and I'll see you in the next one. Bye! You've just finished another episode of the Every Successful Rancher podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Every Successful Rancher and join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. For the mega fans of the show or anyone wanting to show support, you can join our Patreon and get early released episodes as well as listen ad free. The link will be in the episode description. If you like what you heard, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. One minute of your time can be a game changer for the show. Plus, it helps other amazing rural women find us and join the party. If you would like to sponsor or advertise your business on Every Successful Rancher, please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor ESR for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk with you in the next one.